Hey everybody, Bob here and welcome back to the podcast. A couple of announcements before we get into today's show. We will not be doing an episodic TV show in the near future. Instead, we'll be doing some monthly recap episodes of things we've seen or things we're going to see together. Some of that being movies, some of that being TV, whatever. We did something similar to this between our True Detective and Game of Thrones recap episodes, which were a little clunky back then, but we had fun doing them. So that's what we're going to do for the rest of the summer. That said, we will definitely return to that episodic TV recap format as we get closer to the fall. So if that's what you're looking for, stay subscribed. We're not abandoning it. Abandoning it. We're just taking a break. What you're about to hear today is kind of a dry run or a pilot for this next chunk of episodes. It features a recurring guest who will be with us throughout the summer, so that's a lot of fun. We talk about a couple of the trailers for some of the things we're going to see in the next couple weeks, as well as something that's on Netflix right now. So enjoy this episode. Stay subscribed. If you have any suggestions for things you'd like us to talk about in the future, email the show at info at Tweet at us at AdTillThisPod. Happy listening. Okay. Welcome back, everybody, to the Atlas podcast. Not Game of Thrones anymore. After our Wax Museum tour across America, we're back and ready to talk about some dumb or maybe not so dumb movies and TV. I am joined in studio, as always, with Axel. Axel, what's going on? Hey, hold on. I think I dropped my pukas on the floor. <laughs> what? <laughs> Did you watch the thing? <laughs> I did watch it. We'll get into what we're talking about in a moment. Uh, the other voice you hear laughing is a special recurring guest who's going to be joining us for at least a handful of episodes this summer. Uh, Lane. Lane, how are you? I'm great. How are you guys? <laughs> <laughs> we're glad to have you here. We know, we're, we're glad that a female voice on the podcast is going to open up so many doors for us. We yes. should probably, maybe we can go back and rewatch Selling Sunset and we can have oh, conversations no. about other things. Don't do this to me. <laughs> we really I feel like ourselves. I'll hate it as well. So Probably. Yeah. You're, you're allowed to, though, without being called a sexist. Yeah. We're doing a little mini show here, but we're also doing, it's also an announcement for what we're doing this summer. We're not going to be, every week, we don't have a show that's on right now. If you think we should have done Chernobyl, you're probably right, but that's over. <laughs> that could be a fun rewatch in the fall for us. But um, we are going to do at least a monthly show at the end of each month where we recap some TV and film that we've watched. Uh, there's definitely going to be some things that some of, some of us saw and others didn't, but we are committing to three blockbuster movies that are in theaters uh, now or will be in June, and those are... Axel, why don't you tell everyone what those are? Can you remember? Yeah, Dark Phoenix, Men in Black, and the Child's Play movie. <laughs> yeah. Why did we choose those movies? I, I, I have no why. idea. I think it's just because that's what's out. Yeah, well, that's what's out. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, I know that actually you wanted... You, you did want to see Men, Men in Black, though, because you, you just wanted more Thor and Valkyrie. Just banging about. Oh, yeah. Um, having a grand old time. Uh, and then I really wanted to see Dark Phoenix because I think it's going to be awful. Is Man. it? Is it or is it because you miss Sansa? No. Okay. Well, uh, <laughs> to balance out how bad I think it's going to be, I decided to watch a lot of like Sophie Turner on the internet stuff okay so so like i knew it i knew you missed sansa well i'm not a big fan of sansa Following i'm not a big fan of sansa at all i frankly I, and i've been critical of of sylvie turner's acting in the past okay he's, he's just like he's negging her he just right i thought nice. you were gonna have a huge crush on her and that's why yeah did you have any expectations for this like going in when we decided have you been anticipating this movie at all? Not or were at you all. just like, no, these these two idiots want to see it. Let's let's I just know <laughs> I that an it. X-Men movie comes out every summer. So I knew it was coming, but uh in no way, shape, or form was I looking forward to this. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's going to work in this film's 
disadvantage that Game of Thrones just ended because everyone's going to go in thinking this is going to be Sansa and it's going to be a different performance, but they're all going to wish she was still being Sansa, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Because I do like her in interviews, so I am rooting for her to do well, but I think it's going to be so much CGI explosions and... All those movies. Your, yeah, your out. classic X-Men shit. And a lot of her one, like, one-liners like one about the patriarchy and stuff. Because did you hear in the trailer, J-Law makes some comment of like, the women are always saving the men. Oh. <laughs> and I, it's, I know it's going to be a ton of that shit. I'm, this is exactly why you're on the show now, because... <laughs> So much, so much cooler for you to say Someone that. Someone needs to say. Someone it. <laughs> needs to say this, and it can't be some stupid, some stupid white guy. Yeah, I'm not a white. There's guy, no white guys in this But we are stupid, and we are guys, so we are two out of the three. Did you like uh, Sophie Turner in Apocalypse? Then no, no, not at all. <laughs> I barely good. remember her in it. That movie is bad. Yeah, it's really bad. But you, you have you were in here for the Game of Thrones thing, but we really. No. We're not really big fans of um, Masande and uh, Grey Worm. Grey Fingers Worm. and tongue. Okay. I call them. Because their their romance is so lame. Yeah. I feel that way about Sophie Turner's character, Jean Grey, and Cyclops. Yeah. In, in those movies. Like, ah, oh, man. Cyclops is such a whiny bitch overall. Oh, my God. I, I think he's cool. He's got a cool power. But in the comic books, he's a whiny bitch. Very sexual. The studio is way too hot for you to be talking about how sexy... <laughs> <laughs> with the clarinet. Yeah. Watch out, I'm gonna take my shirt off. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so back to Men in Black. Back to Men in Black. Here's my concern. Yeah. No I'm concerned that all the good jokes and all the funny stuff was in the trailer, and I didn't think the trailer was that funny. So I think that since the trailer was bad, that there is a hope for the movie to be good then. Cause I hated the trailer as well. <laughs> But I, I love Chris Hemsworth in comedic roles. Mm-hmm. I think that's where he does really well, even though he's so buff and that's he's like he's an action star. He shines in comedic roles. Mm. Um, but I hated that they opened on a shot of Paris and then it immediately cuts to Fergie's London Bridges only because it's like someone was like, hey, I like that song. Let's put it in a trailer. Uh, anyway, I don't want to get back to the X-Men, but that yeah, this I don't know what's going to go on with the X-Men. It's going to come back to the MCU, yeah. and then Men in Black, Actually, you think this is going to launch it or what? All of these are franchise movie, because Child's Play is in the Chucky universe. Yeah. Another movie that arguably shouldn't be made again. Yeah. Right. This one, what do you guys think is, do, okay, first of all, do you remember the original Child's Play? Yeah. Child's Play movie? Oh yeah, freaked me the fuck out because I saw it when I was too young. I had and, the same uh, experience. I, I saw also it. saw it when I was young. Right? It's fucked up. You shouldn't let like, your kids see this because it turned me off of my Teddy Ruxpin, which is my favorite toy at the time. Like, I look, I'm like that motherfucker's gonna kill me. <laughs> I had some embarrassing toys. I didn't have a Teddy Ruxpin. No, no. That's not an embarrassing toy, dude. That's fucking dope. That was hot. Uh, okay. So the premise of the first of the Chucky doll is. I believe it's Brad Dourif, but I'm not sure, is a murderer and has his soul yeah. put into the doll, yes. right? So it's not all Chucky's. It's not all Chucky dolls. It's this one Chucky doll, and this family is extremely unlucky to have this doll in their life, right? What I thought I got from this trailer is that the doll is you know, is controlled by a stupid app. Yeah, and that was... It, yeah. It seemed like there's something sinister. There's someone, someone, some actual person. Like there's no magic. There's someone sinister, like hacking into the software and turning the Chucky dolls developer. into. Yeah, I mean, software developers. What a bunch of fucking assholes, huh? <laughs> mm-hmm. Like just, and then it's like, oh, evil, evil hacker software guy is is gonna control the Chucky dolls, and and it's gonna be so all the sick town versus the Chucky dolls. The evil's happening purely just on the app level, and someone's controlling the app. Yeah, someone, okay. someone from <laughs> someone from an engineering team or a product team is super mad. That's a, that's the a thing that hit me when I watched this trailer, 
was that like in what scares 21st century man it's like an evil murderous dog gains control of your smart home like i'm more scared of like my girlfriend looking through my browser history well yeah. well like, sure because one of those things is real and one of those things isn't <laughs> i mean i thought you were gonna be comparing two horror tropes to each other Instead, you compare something that's very feasible and normal to right. a fake horror trope. Well, the thing is, it's like that's they're trying to make it as close as possible to a reality. Like it's just not successful. Like I don't think. It's yeah, really that's scary. a fair point. You know who's doing the voice of Chucky? Who? Mark Hamill. Luke Skywalker. I was Joker. wondering. I kept seeing his name attached, but didn't know who he was playing. That's weird. Well, not so weird. Uh, he plays the Joker. He does the Joker's voice in the oh. animated series. Yeah, he's oh, actually okay. done. Uh, he's actually an extremely prolific voice actor at this yeah, point. Yeah. Uh, oh. Most people don't really know that unless they actually look at like the IMDb credits of the cartoons they watched when they were kids. Yeah, my hand is up. <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> I know he's been retconned through the comics. I don't want to get into like an internet fight with people who know more about the Joker because everyone does. And no one cares anymore. Can we give up on the Joker as well? <laughs> How right. many do we need? It's true. We are that movie's coming out in the fall. The, yeah. the Joaquin Phoenix Joker. I do want to see that though. I think. I mean, yeah, it. I'm gonna see it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Now, the one thing we did all see, and I don't know why we watched this because it's awesome. I recommended was, it. Was yeah. <laughs> because full disclosure, I love the Lonely Island, but I thought it would be a good intro piece for the three of us because i know you like baseball yes i do watch axel i know we have similar sense of humor i'm emotionally 50 years old so i still watch baseball yeah i figured we would all like it and it's quick yeah short so what is it called again it is called the unauthorized bash brothers experience right so who wants to try to summarize what this is? I got it. Okay. Axel's got his hand up. He's just like, it. It's a 30-minute Costacos Brothers hip opera, Fever Dream, starring a roided-up snitch and a swaggerless big <laughs> That's exactly what this is. Who are the Costaco brothers? Oh, okay. I'm glad Shit. you asked. <laughs> so um, they're these printmakers, uh, not printmakers, but they printed these like really dope ass posters of athletes in like the 80s and i think they went on even for like it was like the like 85 86 like around that same time period that that mark mcguire and uh uh jose canseco were playing so if you were like you know like an elite football player baseball player basketball player Mm. these guys made these like really dope posters and chances are bob you might have even owned one Mm. maybe there's like a, uh, there's a Sean Kemp one that I remember seeing, uh, where he was like Rain, Rain something. Sean, Sean Kemp. Yeah, the oh. Rain Man is the, is the name that they okay. gave him. So they would all give you like like uh, code names like the Terminator or like uh, uh, the the Wizard of Boz and stuff like that. Like they would just do things with your name and then they would set it all up uh, to look really like they'd just done up. This is a time period also before like Photoshop. So they would like bring in fog machines and like get like people in costumes and shit and, and, and do so the whole it was setup. like glamour shots for yeah. athletes. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what this is. I love that you know that. <laughs> I know about these random photographer brothers. Yeah, well, they were big. They were big. And chances, I think, I think you might have even seen it in your house or in some friend's home. Like it's just contemporary to us. Like I would, I, okay. these are all familiar to me. If I showed you one, you'd, you'd, you'd be like, oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. By the way, my brain was beachballing for about 30 seconds when you said Sean Kemp because I was thinking, Matt Kemp is a contemporary baseball player. What are you talking about? No, man. Man, Sean Kemp, the basketball player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we're talking about baseball. It doesn't even exist anymore. Yeah, yeah. Well, by the way, <laughs> they might be coming back. But uh, no, when you said, I, my brain's thinking baseball, and you said Sean Kemp, I'm like, Matt Kemp from the Dodgers and the Padres oh, and the man. Dodgers? So... No, no, I'm I'm I'm, I'm giving He's you a vampire. I'm, I'm 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 marking you down for 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 using a non-baseball athlete for your yeah, reference yeah, right, here. Right, okay. Right. Yeah. F- I'm not a out. baseball fan at all. 
My so hometown. did you even understand what was going on in this Lonely Island lemonade style music video? So I, I remember this. when they got caught, like for steroids. I remember that like coming up in the media when we were younger, but that's about all I knew about them. I'm well, from Pittsburgh, so because... our baseball team is terrible. So I don't pay attention to baseball at all. Mm. Oh, what the the pirates? The pirates. Well, right? we like used to be bad, and then they got good. But so I've just never paid attention to baseball. Uh, but then I read about Jose Canseco mm-hmm. writing his book. He just snitched on everybody. He just yeah. snitched on everyone. Yeah, I wish I had read his book. Um, I don't. I don't. I don't really. <laughs> I feel like it's immediately regretted that. I read that sentence almost as soon as it came out of my mouth. I don't really want to waste time reading something that was written or even ghost written with Jose Canseco's like ideas and someone mm. else's words. Yeah. But it was weird watching this because it it just seems like it it's drudging up something that no one is really thinking about anymore. Yeah. I didn't really do any research on this. You, you don't really need to. And I, I got to tell you the truth. Like, for this. this whole thing is, is you're right. No one asked for this. Yeah. That's but, why I love it. Yeah. That's why it's good. <laughs> because that's it's so fucking random. New, new segment. No one asked for this. Parentheses. So why does it exist? <laughs> and I know that it's not hitting on, you know, any other cultural issues that are relevant right now. But it is hitting on like toxic masculinity. Yeah, it's true. So while well, we're not talking about steroids anymore so much, I think that it plays in that yeah. masculinity territory. Well, because it asked that question, went so like, over my head. I was just thinking about baseball. <laughs> 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 this is this is the, this is the byproduct of toxic masculinity. <laughs> I'm a result. It's. And all like the daddy issues. Yeah, let's freaks. talk about daddy. Oh, I can swear I saw Martin Sheen make a cameo in here. In like a flashback. Did he? I Maybe. thought it was him, but I didn't even scrub backwards to see I it. I think you just right, decided actually. that I wasn't gonna know. Yeah. And I'll never know. I don't want to know. Don't even look it up. Right. I don't care. Don't write in. I'm I not gonna read it. Know. So yeah, this covers their career, their steroid use, and their downfall. So why do you think they did mm-hmm. this? I think they're big fans. Maybe they grew up in Oakland or something. I don't really know anything about Lonely Island, but I, I, I they call out a lot of places. Like um, they, this is why I think it's brilliant though, because they have this song where they have a line where they say something that's very similar to a, a Tribe Called Quest song. Mm-hmm. So he's like, "Left my roids in El Sobrante or something. Yeah, and I was like, "What the fuck is that?" I got the the musical reference, but I didn't get like, "What is El Sobrante or El Sobrante?" So I read a couple of you know articles that interviewed them on why they did it and. Good. Someone did some research. <laughs> yeah. Did they explain what Elsa Bronte is? I th- um, well, actually, I think it's a place in Oakland or something, or in the Bay Area, right? I don't know. I don't right. know why they wrote that. Anyway. Um, they were really, I mean, to give like a very generic overview, is that they wanted something to embody the whole 80s tropes that we used to see that were like fun and entertaining, but also have become more problematic. Um, so kind of hitting on those themes and I they said basically they could have done like any athlete it didn't matter what athlete but so they just chose to do this story interesting kind of randomly it seemed but so it's so it's making fun of the 80s um not like making fun of the 80s but just kind of like paying homage to how everything was like larger than life and even though these men were obviously using steroids they you know were so famous and so beloved so that's an interesting idea though because so i think their story was just sort of a vessel to kind of bring up these other issues that makes so much more sense than we just want to do something about like we're really into the story of Mark McGuire no. and Jose Canseco and the Oakland I, Athletics. And God, the baseball was good then. I, yeah, and I, Andy Samberg basically said, like, the Lonely Island will do, like, whatever comes to mind next. So they're like, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's going to be a movie or another album. We think that'd be fun. So mm. they just kind of came to them. And I think it's great because 
they're so musically talented and they pick like for being an average person who's not musical in their mm-hmm. everyday job Andy Samberg can like legitimately sing yeah he's got well and he's I, got range and they hire great people to help them no matter what they're doing so they execute it to the mm-hmm. highest level yeah so they got Sia to work on the one song Oakland Nights on Oakland Nights she does the hook right oh, my god silk that hook robes yeah the kimonos. silk robes and kimonos and Haim is on another song. Mm. That's the I. So I also love line. that they use their friends for stuff, yeah. and they got a bunch of huge cameos too. Yeah, Maya for, Rudolph is in that um, oh, the IHOP parking lot song that you like. That's probably my favorite song on this. Also, they're like girl gang of Maya Rudolph, Haim, and Stephanie Beatriz. <laughs> Holy shit. That's the fucking best. And so I guess that song is supposed to be more, if we like want to analyze it from a real standpoint of like the pressures of fame getting to them (laughs) and like them starting to be uh, kind of scrutinized by the media all the time and objectifying them as objects, you know, as objects and shit. Well, I mean... Arguably, but fucking catchy as hell. They were they were doing steroids in order to stay there. Like so good. I don't know. Yeah, they're they're like so. This is one of the things that's kind of like when you think about it logically. Like they're complaining about how they're they're being requested to shake their butts. They're like, see what I mean? But they're taking steroids so that they can get huge. Yeah, and play elite baseball. Like yeah. That that you're you're doing it for the celebrity, not just the cash. Like yeah. you were already getting the cash. But I do love that shot where it slows down after they're in IHOP and paparazzi kind of floods in. They're Mark and it, Jose. they're screaming <laughs> and it's in slow mo. It reminds me of that Kim Kardashian meme where she's reaching out and her face is terrified. But it, I think it's a nice little insight of oh shit, this is the part of celebrity we didn't know was actually coming because i think for anyone that's probably weird to experience you know like yeah they were trying to be the best but they didn't know that it was gonna get a little bit creepier like that Mm. do you think it got creepy like that oh yeah i think about these they're all real life they're all stomping closer to them i don't know about real life i mean purely from the video it was creepy having maya rudolph like thriller yeah, walk where they're all like was... shake that butt uh <laughs> i think it's yeah it's them you know the pressures of fame getting to them yeah. also the side effects of steroids just like killing your body and then people just wanting them as a piece of meat you know yeah i loved it i loved them being so creepy to them oh, <laughs> so hilarious yeah i didn't really get a chance to think that hard on it and now, like, the cobwebs are kind of coming off. Like, the yeah. gears in my yeah. brain are starting to turn a I've little bit more. I've watched it three times. I watched no, it I only watched it the one time. So I, I probably need to digest it better. I also, but... oh, so it's on Spotify, too, the whole album. And yeah, I they forgot even, it's, like, actually, like, an album. They attach the videos to them, too. So now yeah. they'll play on Spotify. Yeah. The little music video yeah, yeah, yeah. will play too. Here's which, the thing about the album. So I saw it once and I was like, yeah, it's okay. I like some of them. It's cool. But I put on the album on Spotify. Uh, two things about it. One, it's way better, I think. Hot take. It's better than the TV show. Mm-hmm. Um, the songs are not in the same order and they're not yeah. complete in the show. Yeah. Which kind of like... That's why I think the album is better because they they mixed it in a way where you like get the whole experience. While in the TV yeah. show, you're you're it's like a poem, yeah, you know, it's something different. Yeah, I really wasn't listening to the music that much. I, I was listened. totally caught up with all the fucking craziness that was going on. Yeah, on the screen. Put it um, on sometime, just in the background. <laughs> I was sitting out on the patio today and listening to the album. I have a patio, bag. and it's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Wait, also it's hilarious to hear them rapping about 
steroids. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought it was funny in a way how this is so dumb of me. I just noticed how a lot of things that I thought were going to rhyme didn't. Yeah. I'm like, man, those words don't rhyme. What's up with that? This is this is like this is like the adult. This is like the the caveman way in which that I viewed this. Well, this, this is one this, of the things I'm going to I wrote down as a note is that um uh Sandberg and Schaefer in this, right? They're they're making something that's a sto- about a story that's happening in in the 80s, right? yeah. in the late 80s. Uh, they have all this imagery about the Lambos and the Cuban link chains and all that shit and the babes in bikinis and all that. But the music decisions that they made are very rarely having to do with the era. Yeah. And they have more to do with like contemporary R&B and hip hop and rap. Yeah. So um, the, 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 the reason why you are expecting certain words to rhyme is because there's a, a trend. It's because I watch baseball. Because <laughs> I'm the type of person that yeah. still watches baseball. So you don't I listen mean, to contemporary rap. I don't understand what's going on with the youth. Okay. Well, right? I went through and we go listen to Little River Band. I marked all like all my favorite lines of each song because there were some hilariously written ones. Oh yeah, but I the uh, I guess the song "Let's Bash." Oh yeah, that's the one that has the verse with all 25 baseball teams <laughs> i did enjoy that that's because yeah. you haven't realized i'm naming baseball teams which i, I didn't know it so okay i'm like well duh <laughs> obviously in my head i'm wondering if they missed any and then i now i'm thinking to myself there's people watching this who don't know anything about baseball yeah it's true. they like the lonely island they think this is funny they true. just want to watch something that's new on netflix i'm like wow i'm so out of touch with that audience but even because I still as don't understand who this is for. But anyway, non- go on. Even as a non-baseball fan, I loved it. Like you get enough, right? Yeah, I got enough, enough and I knew enough about Jose Canseco and Mark McGuire, and they used steroids, were huge for a while, and then yeah. we didn't hear about them again. So yeah. I knew enough, and it made it all make sense. I thought that you'd actually like Let's Bash the best because of the 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 team names yeah. and stuff, and you'd be like, "Oh, I'm gonna flex that." But also, oh, no, I, I didn't like like it the best or hate it. I just haven't made a decision about like the music. Hmm. Essentially, oh, can bangers. you explain something to me? Something to me? Yeah. Who's Walt Weiss, and why does you know? Andy I felt Sandberg... like I should have known that, but I I don't know you who know he is. Fuck. Okay. I mean, if if he was a player in the '80s that wasn't that famous, I mean, I think that's a reference for for. That's like an almost like an Easter egg reference for people who, yeah. who watched baseball in the eighties. I'm not. I'm emotionally fifty. I'm not actually fifty, so I was not watching oh, okay. West Coast baseball in the nineteen eighties. There are a lot of just eighties references in general. You know, like Rambo's called out, Gold's Gym. Oh, yeah, Gold's Gym. Uh, they um. There was a Steven Seagal. Oh my god! All my Kathy's. All my Kathy's. That's my absolute favorite. The only ones that know my pain. Favorite scene and line. (laughs) Well, I just think Kathy Ireland is a fantastic '80s reference to pull up because I was thinking about her and I was like, "Oh, do you remember when she sold socks at Kmart randomly?" I do. That's the only thing. That's the only thing that comes to mind. Oh, but I think she was famous before that. For I she think was she was TV. an actress. She in the was 80s. a Charlie's Angel. I yeah. Think. yeah, and we only know her socks, which is hilarious. I don't know anything about her, her mom socks. jeans. Oh, I just love that. Mom jeans are back. What are you yeah, no. Oh, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> talk about being being a fifties. I I, I just I regretted mentioning it because I don't really want to deliver a take on mom jeans. The um, oh. I li- I like that I hop song a lot, and it I devastates it. me because the intro on Spotify, or at least you know in the album, um, has my favorite line, um, where Andy Samberg is uh, it's his verse before um, Schaefer starts talking about how I hop is his favorite place mm-hmm. to eat, um, so I like that beginning piece of of the I hop song, but I like the ending. I count. The parking lot version as one whole song. Yeah, because it has separate. To, yeah, it's separate yeah. in the album, but I think it's just one whole song, and I really love that ending where it's like nasty bucket. 
because it changes from like being this like uh, the beat is also like oh it's such so such a good beat so good and then it transitions into this like uh like a like a pop song yeah yeah and and it's i i think it's great i I love that those two things and it gets creepy um i do it i wear oakley's on my face because i like i forget that's the that's the beginning line like ooh, i like that it sounds really dope i have no idea you did you didn't you didn't watch i absolutely watched it my favorite part was were the weird like in the water, Terrence Malick. Oh, yes. Weird, so, hilarious uh, shit. Yeah, where, yeah. what do we do? How do we hide from the sun? <laughs> when the trees, when the are, trees all are all dead. I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck is going on here? Dude, I um, love But Andy I actually Sandberg. did, in, I did kind of enjoy that. I'm seeing now, though, how, aside, like, how, like, no joke, I'm just thinking, did they really just do this? Because the only thing on TV right now and sports-wise is... is is baseball <laughs> but i've come around to think Good that time. okay the um the whole issue of being celebrity in sports is kind of an nba thing right now oh, um, yeah. kevin Absolutely. durant is you know he's relevant now because he's he's so he's very famously not playing in the finals right now because of an injury um but he he claps back so much at people on twitter uh and he gets salty with the media and he doesn't like he doesn't like any of the negativity that comes with being famous which i think is true of a lot of people but you use a lot more people than not don't espouse that as often and as loudly as he seems to do on twitter so there's kind of a relevance there for what they're doing if you're trying to tie if i'm trying to tie this into like what makes this culturally relevant now yeah um the 80s stuff i think was almost making fun of the fact that right now we we love the 80s still yeah i think they picked up on the whole cultural trend right now that everyone's going for is that nostalgic like 80s the 80s remember feel. it's like the we 80s, remembered we remembered in yeah. 2014 and 15 and 16 and 17 but and 18. it's because everyone wants to escape our reality right now so they're like yeah let's hit nostalgic shit let's go back to the reagan era yeah reaganomics very yeah. strange but i also think it makes you connect with the songs more too it's familiar. Yeah. Like all of that. When you said that all of those, that imagery is problematic. I thought, yeah, it actually really is. But I got into it because I'm like, oh, I remember some of that. That's pretty cool. Like it's so familiar to me. Yeah. And maybe it's it, it, like when you said it was, it was, they're doing it because a long, not, not too long ago, all those images weren't an issue. But now yeah. if you say like, I'm bench pressing bodacious babes, that's yeah. not. That's not kind of cool. But if you do it in satire. That, so this is what I think is really like at the core of it. I think that you, you thank you for bringing that up because I didn't think of it. I thought this was just absurd. <laughs> but if it's really meaningful and they have like a, like a method to this madness, like um, it, it's, I think it's like it's, comedians are always bitching right now about how hard it is to, t- to, to make jokes and to be a comedian. Yeah. And it's all because... It maybe maybe it's laziness. Like now they're just like I can be. I, I, why can't I just be controversial, just for the fuck of it, right? And now these guys are like, no, you can be controversial. You can use those images that are problematic yeah. and make something funny. Still, you just can't be a fucking lazy ass. You just can't do it for the fuck of it. You got to do it. It has to be the whole gestalt, you know. Well, and I think the Lonely Island always does these sort of lowbrow humor, uh-huh. which you know dick jokes still but they do it in such a precise way that it works so they are like silly and that's basically what they want to do is just make silly shit that makes people happy and makes people laugh so i think it is absurd because we're looking at the absurdity of two huge baseball stars abusing steroids for so long and no one finding out and you know, if you want to contextualize it, it's looking at like toxic masculinity as a whole. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, the downsides of celebrity and fame. But 
I also love that there's a whole song basically just listing out the side effects of steroids. Because <laughs> he, like, little nuts he yeah, always talks nuts. about. So uh, The dialysis as yeah. well, because your kidney shuts, shuts down. Yeah, uh, so I love that they, you know, they do have some themes you could put in here, but then there's still some very silly shit that yeah. I love. Because yeah. at the end of the day, everyone still loves a dick joke. Yeah. It's still funny. Dick jokes are still funny. Yeah. Okay. Just, it just seems like a little say harder. It. They're still funny. They're still funny. I think it's just going to be a little funny. bit more difficult to do it. Because you're right. They have to be more precise. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if that's entirely... I, you're right. But I, I, I wonder whether or not that's totally I mean, fair. My favorite line was one of them. Was during the silk robes and kimonos mm-hmm. i love the way your high cut thong make your butt look long <laughs> talking about mom jeans and shit yeah i also remember the i can't remember any of the lines i don't have them in front of me but um you want, yeah, you want one mark mcguire talking about how uh like what is it how his balls are small but it makes his dick, his dick look longer <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, I, I yeah, I'm sure I'll laugh more when I and they're still so it. good at rhyming words you would never think to be together yeah. before, like Mark McGuire, buff not wiry, Alex <laughs> P. Keaton is who I admire. <laughs> like <laughs> it's so dumb, on. but or it's like Goliathes, Goliath, yeah, Goliathes, <laughs> Goliathes. <laughs> yeah, and I think the they they just... even get that type of humor on such a basic level of like hard k sounds are always going to be funny yeah. so the first song where the what's it called jose and mark oh, yeah. they call me jose and i'm mark <laughs> like <laughs> that is so that cracks me up every time yeah, and it's just the fucking hard k yeah and that's why i think they're so brilliant is they get so many different layers and yeah. they put them all in and then on top of that they still got so many film references and music video and tv references yeah. in there all while within this world of baseball like it's and they make you care about it yeah you don't give a fuck about baseball no. oh i mean i love when we start the second half after parking lot where it's feed the beast they're kidding and like the downfall of steroid use. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the last song, Daddy, and he's sitting in that shit apartment. <laughs> Dude, talk about Daddy. I think any boy that did organized sports relates to that that song. Yeah, and were you guys in organized... Did this hit oh, yeah. home for you? A little bit. <laughs> yeah, I didn't oh. see the end because I just was too busy sobbing. Because, yeah, <laughs> no, another... <I> <laughs> I couldn't see the screen. I couldn't couldn't see the screen. Well, so I was looking at the major themes of the video overall, and Daddy Issues was one of them. So I wondered if, did this hit home for you guys? A little bit, yeah. Well, I think every father tries to like live vicariously through his through his son, like for the things that he wish he could have like achieved. And I feel like for a while there, all dads did make their sons play baseball for a little bit. I didn't play baseball. I feel I like that was big I, in the uh, 80s. Soccer. Soccer? Okay. Yeah. That's because we're Latino. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I played a lot of baseball. You played baseball? Yeah. Okay. I played baseball through high school. So. Um, although I didn't, I, I don't have like steroid. residual dad <laughs> issues or, <laughs> or, or residual steroid issues. Dig deeper, son. Uh, <laughs> are you sure? Count Packers from 10 while looking at this watch I'm swinging across, across the front of your face. Um, yeah, the, 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 the daddy issue stuff is fucking hilarious. It's funny, but I <laughs> laugh at my pain. Like, I, I guess part of, part of it is funny. I know. I feel terrible for saying that, but also it's so funny when they do it. <laughs> it, it, it is an aspect of, um, part of like a thing that isn't really, uh, taken all that seriously if you are a guy that has those dad issues yeah because i think like today you know it's people are more sensitive to it perhaps yeah like too much so yeah but um there is like 
I wonder if in doing that they're trying to sort of level set the the like the level of empathy you should have for for for, yeah. for, for people and it it's mm-hmm. not just y- I think you know. it was a tool for the Lonely Island to kind of humanize these two ridiculous baseball players who, were who had epic, larger yeah. than life personalities to kind of like ground them in reality. Cause who knows if they actually have daddy issues in real life, Oh yeah, you know? So I think that was a way for them to be like, yeah, they're struggling. Also to be a little meta. Yeah. They're celebrities. Andy yeah. Sandberg and uh, Akiva Schaefer, right? So, in a way, yeah. they're like they can pull from something. And like I felt like that. Maybe these guys didn't, maybe, yeah. or maybe they felt a little bit like that and said, "Let's just hyperbolize it," because these yeah. guys were massive compared to us. So, who's the other guy in the group that never seems to be as involved? Justin Timberlake. No, <laughs> it's Jorma. <laughs> What's his last name? I don't well, know he's the at guy. the very end of the video. Yeah, if you're is watching, he, the is he credits. like not? really like a musician so that he like writes jokes and stuff but isn't i feel like he doesn't do as much performing in these things have you seen pop star you know i haven't seen pop star what was it um never stop never stopping yeah no yes i haven't seen that i did see the other lens i looked at this was are they doing some kind of like a sports trilogy because they did the hbo thing where they were making fun of um like the steroid stuff in with like Lance Armstrong. Yeah. Well, and did you see the tennis one they did with Kit Harrington? Yes. So that was hilarious. <laughs> Wait, so good. so I think that that that's so, yeah. why I didn't understand this to- this like thing completely. And I because I think I was expecting it to be more like that, a, like the third thing, because those are kind of focused around the comedy around like. Yeah. The sports and it was less contemporary and it was not jam packed with music. Those are like short comedic yeah. films. Well, like I would say satires, those are parodies. more documentary films. Yeah, they're like yeah, they're they're mockumentaries, right? Yeah. So I would treat them differently. I don't think they're supposed to like live in the same Oh, absolutely yeah. absolutely not. But, but that's why the lens that I viewed this with was was so was so muddy. Yeah. Cause uh, I, I was like, Oh, wait a minute. And like I said earlier, I don't know if this is um if if the mics are on for this, but I've like never seen lemonade. And then I, when I did a little bit of cursory research after seeing it, it's like, what, what's this all about? Like, what, what is this so supposed to be? So I saw Lemonade like, oh. and then watched Homecoming recently. Oh, yeah. and oh is that the documentary? Yeah, that's, that's the Beyonce documentary. So Coachella, also Coachella performance? No. insanely good. I, totally different. It's much more serious, but still great. Um, I would say there are definitely like hints to it for sure. Okay. Yeah. So people are treating this like it's a brand new thing, like a brand new phenomena. But I remember this. Wait, what's, like happening, what's this? What do you mean? Like uh, musicians having these sort of like visual poems. Oh. You know, okay. like I, I remember. The, the like, Beyonce, Carmen. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. I'm glad you remember that. <laughs> That's that the first one. Beyonce invented it. Yeah. Beyonce didn't invent this shit, no. man. Like. Every musician did it in the. If you are a member of the Beehive and would like to dispute this, go directly to Axel. Yeah, come fight me. I do not want to be on the receiving end. It reminded me a lot of like behind the music that used to be on VH1. Mm. But I liked that it was basically all music videos that kind of played into each other because they got to do so many different types of music video references then, too. That yeah. I lost count after a while. I was Absolutely. like, I can't even keep track. You know, the interesting thing is that that behind the music documentary kind of uh, format is essentially the same thing for like 30 for 30 uh, uh, sports documentaries. Yeah. So, man. Yeah. This is good, man. You should watch it again, Bob. All right. Yeah. I, I'm going to have to watch it again so that I can feel smarter about it. Pretend like I actually... <laughs> just didn't spend the whole time wondering why this exists <laughs> because i was i again like i'm like why why does this exist like what is this what is I this doing generally love things that are like that though that they have no reason to exist and this came out in during a random time i guess it's baseball season but i'm because yeah. i always think about 
how many people they had to go through to get this finally made and had to pitch this too, yeah. to like some suits <laughs> and they were like yeah this is what we're gonna do well, i gotta be honest with they you. i don't think that the there's point. a big like true people that are well yeah not anymore for I them think these guys probably made it because so the alex um told me that this is how it works netflix and like amazon they have these specs of how your show should be shot like what kind of equipment what kind of like yeah. files you have to deliver that's it then you send it in somebody maybe watches it and goes yes or no and if you're a nobody it's probably a little bit di difficult or whatever but i think if like lonely island because they make this stuff on youtube yeah and they're like well i have that camera and i have this i, I could definitely output this stuff you know according to these specs and they have a crazy idea and they want to do it. They do it. They come back and then they put their names on it and send it to Netflix. Yeah. I think Netflix is just like, yeah. Either Netflix approached them and said, I want something. I don't care what it is. Do it. Or they just took it upon themselves and said, here. And yeah. somebody watched it and was like, this is Andy Samberg. Fine. Fuck it. Put it on. Which I feel like it's the latter because the Lonely Island can pretty much do yeah. anything at this point. Why not? Uh, oh, yeah. I think they've definitely earned that. But it reminds me to back to when they were on SNL. And I guess one of their most famous skits that they did, they did it on their totally on their own. SNL didn't know. And filmed it on a Sunday, went to like someone's apartment. So they've always kind of been like that, which I love yeah. that they still maintain it. And they just did that other new netflix show i think you should leave oh yeah, yeah, yeah. with tim robinson yeah tim robinson and sam Who's richardson tim robinson? uh you would know them from detroiters if you watch that on comedy central i haven't watched comedy central in forever so yeah. it's a it's a skit I'm a show so it's good I, i've I, seen it recommended but it's I a very watch it. if you like the lonely island mm -hmm. brand of humor i think you'll like it i have noticed it's been very polarizing between my friends of if mm -hmm. they like it or hate it because it's absurd at times like super weird and mm -hmm. random as shit but it's done really well and i love the two main guys uh you know sam richardson from veep too probably yeah, yeah, yeah. um their show Detroiters was one of my favorite ones when it was on, but it only was on for two seasons. Hmm. So got canceled. That sucks. Yeah. It's cult, only a cult following kind of thing. Yeah. So the Lonely Island just does, produces whatever they want and they like to support the up and coming comedians. Hmm. So I was happy to see both of them come out. Uh -huh. I'm not a big Lonely Island person. Like I feel that their songs are a bit too cringy for me. Yeah. Like, if I was a middle school kid, I'd really fuck Yeah, it. like, I remember <laughs> Dick in a Box, and was I wasn't <laughs> crazy about that song. Like, everyone loved it all at once, yeah. all of a sudden. And I didn't think it was... I thought it was funny, but I liked other stuff better. Yeah. I think Pop Star probably changed my mind more on them, because it was done so well. Hmm. And... It's fucking hilarious. Shit, that's not something I saw. I, I never saw Popstar. You saw Popstar? No. I haven't seen it. So it's a documentary on their kind of pop star. He, I would most, he most resembles like a Justin Bieber-ish. Yeah. Kind I did get of. that sense. Uh, but everything is all, is, again, everything is like super like heightened and, yeah. and just to a level of absurdity. Yeah. Right. He becomes really famous and they start off as like a band and then he becomes a solo artist. So I guess more he could be like a Justin Timberlake even. But the songs are really good on it too. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I don't know if I give them enough credit for the music. I think I like those those mockumentaries yeah. a little bit better than... So, the music because I'm not I'm not just not as I'm just not as into it. Listen. And then also like a fifty year old person, I also watch tennis. <laughs> well, so I, think I don't watch cycling, but I did watch tennis. And you should listen to the album on Spotify, and then watch the documentary again too. Yeah, got for, a lot of things to consume. 
because they really mixed in so many different genres of music. Like, it's mm-hmm. a hip-hop album, but some of the really song transitions are, like, you know, there's a pop song. There's one that's, like, they've got some really great melodies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing that um, got me hooked. Because the thing with Lonely Island is that I, I, I don't necessarily like the humor, 100%, but... I kept watching this because I thought the music was really good. And so good. that the Jose and Mark song, they came on and they were like, my name is Jose. And I'm Mark. And that's I'm it. Mark. I, I was like, I'm watching this whole damn thing because that song's really good. That beat is dope. And that intro was amazing. Uh, and that, it, that's, that's what stuck it for. So I, I think I like this a lot. I've had a music. lot of the songs stuck in my head. Yeah. Yeah. All it's day. good music. That's so good. All right. The show is the show title is a gimmick that we've never used. So, since we're restarting for the summer, would you guys add this to your list? Should this be in people's Netflix watch list? Axel. Yeah, man, definitely, definitely. And how many times album. do you need to watch it <laughs> uh, to well, really understand it? I would say <laughs> listen at least to two the, and a half times. Listen to the album on Spotify first. And then watch the show. That's probably a good idea if you're actually serious about watching it. Because for me, it was like once was like not enough to get it. There, yeah, there's so many things going on. I would definitely add this to my Spotify list and Netflix list. Double, Double. fisting the lists. Dude, there are some real bangers on this album. Yeah, they are. They really are. Some bangers, if you will. I would say I hop parking lot. Definitely one of my faves. Wait, what are your what are your what are your top five? <sighs> top five. Top five. Isn't yeah. it like I twelve mean, songs? Yeah, so half the album. Yeah, so half the album's that good. Top three. How about that? Top. top I hot parking lot. Okay. For sure. What other? One? Is that number three? Or number one? Are you That's starting? probably number one. Number one. Because I feel like it's kind of hard to do a good pop song within this little story. Of baseball mm-hmm. and I really liked how they had like the sharks and the jets and it was like they were facing off I thought it had a whole thing going for it Oakland Knights so good because <laughs> the silk robes and kimonos chorus that's the song that CEO worked on it's so it, it spoke to you yeah it's a fucking catchy ass song <laughs> Uh, and then probably focused AF. Oh, really? Yeah, because yeah. that's the song that includes all my Cathy's. Oh my God. All my Cathy's. The only ones that know my pain. <sighs> the only ones that see my shame. <laughs> and, like but there's really some good singing throughout it. Like, mm. there were multiple times where there was a shot of Andy Samberg in front of a green screen doing this <laughs> she just da- slowly dancing thing. in the wind with a silky white blouse on and just belting out notes and he commits so hard it's hilarious this needed more t-pain though that's what i think oh needed more t-pain they're all uh, uh what's it called um they're using that voice effect what's it called the auto-tune yeah, auto-tune themselves yeah the, the, yeah. the part that lane's talking about it's all auto-tuned um, yeah. my top three, wait, did you, did you had IHOP, Oakland Knights focused as fuck, right? Yeah. I had IHOP, Oakland Knights and Jose and Mark. Okay. I yeah. really like daddy too, though. Yeah. Well, because... my, my top five is, is after Jose and Mark, it's uniform on, which is the beastie boys Ugh, one, yeah. kind of homage. And then daddy is the top as a fifth one. Yeah. The other ones I picked purely because I love the, the, the the beat yeah they all have pretty good beat like i there wasn't really any one song that i was like this one kind of sucks yeah yeah. (laughs) i love because daddy gets like really kind of serious it's like darker it's i'm into it he goes on a date with his mom yeah oh yeah is that where that's from the the last one where they've got the i did laugh at that like at yeah. the end, after they, you know, Conseco says he's on a date with Madonna. She seems like a really interesting, a smart business lady, but I'm not that attracted to her. Yeah. And then Mark McGuire goes on the date with his, yeah. with his mom. And then 
the line at the end is, so I guess we both had a pretty crazy night. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got a chuckle out of that. I, my yeah. brain was able to follow what was going on there. <laughs> oh, I love when Mark is doing his part in Daddy. And they have the shots of Andy Samberg cut in where he says, want to get big as the Hulk, Hogan, <laughs> stronger than Wolverine teeth, Logan. Logan. And he pops up as Logan. And he's like, where's the beef, Slogan? Logan. <laughs> Which I was, I love a where's the beef call out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. So, you know, that's where they show off their like pop culture savviness there. Yeah. yeah. What's and they do uh, it so minimally that, you know, Andy Samberg, he just pops up for one second. It's great. Yeah. Well, What's, much as much as I'd like to just go through all the lyrics of every single song. Yes. Yeah, you have to wrap, the, wrap this up. <laughs> well, I was going to ask you, what do you, what, what, what's, would you add this? This so is then? in my list. I'm not as, I'm not as, as, as high on it as you guys. Did you have a favorite song? No, because I couldn't. E- I could barely even follow when songs were changing. Yeah. My favorite parts of this were honestly the stupid interludes where it's like the drowning trope. The real, where, yeah, Terrence with, with the Terrence Malick voiceovers and all this, <laughs> no, and all this kind of stuff. And I did, I did, was amused by all the 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 song with the baseball stuff, and then the the cheap joke where he just mentioned that he's these are baseball teams, by the yeah. way, for for those for those people who are like. Yeah, I don't watch baseball because I'm young. I'm not like. Yeah, 50 would you years recommend old. this to baseball fans? I that's a good, that's a really good question because I honestly I would recommend that if you're watching this because you think it's going to have anything really to do with Mark McGuire and Jose Canseco, you're probably not going to get a ton of facts. Yeah. Uh, but I think you're right. You should listen to the music first, um, and I would add it because what I do like about it overall is that it just is, just exists. It's kind of commentating on some things that are happening right now, but it's not like, oh, it's a franchise, it's a sequel. Everything we've been talking about yeah. today is is all just how everything is is, it's is part of some fucking cinematic universe. It has to be super relevant to what's going on now. It has to make a lot of money. Yeah. This is just a thing that they made and put on Netflix that you will like something about it regardless and there should be more stuff like that yeah. uh, out there so it's i'm glad it exists even though at the beginning i didn't know why uh and i will rewatch it uh but now i'm going to be wondering if they're going to you know if netflix is going to uh if they're going to wind up doing some something else they're going to want another um, show on this universe i think well, I know, it's the thing is it's like it's like 30 minutes right it, it's a yeah. weird thing it's not a movie it's no. like a 30 minute music video. It's like yeah. they did a music video for their entire album. Yeah. Um, That's exactly what it and is. And I wonder whether now that the Lonely Island has um, sort of parodied that whole visual poem that goes with the album that tells this cohesive story, if this is going to have any effect on. I mean, the way people produce music and release albums has, has changed a lot since you know, like over the years. Um, but I hope yeah, I wonder if makes, this is going to be a thing. I hope it makes artists get back into doing music videos. Cause I remember them like pop-up video mm-hmm. music videos used to be everywhere and people watch them. It now was, they're just on vivo. Yeah. You don't really see them well, too much anywhere. I mean, and I appreciate them. You know, I think it is, it's that it, they're getting drowned out Yeah, by all the content that, I mean, every like look at what we're doing right now. You yeah, know, like it's so easy to make things. Yeah. So it's. Yeah, I think it was they wanted to make an album, but if it's gonna live somewhere, they kind of needed to make like a visual poem of it. Mm. Mm. And they put it on the platform that's like one of the biggest right now. So. Yeah, the easiest platform to watch stuff on. Speaking of platforms, flawless transition. Uh, we're gonna wrap. That's gonna wrap up the show. You can listen to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, what I miss. Everywhere. Just just search for it. Just search everywhere you listen to podcasts. Um, We're going to be back uh, in a couple weeks. Like I said up top, we're going to be doing at least one of these a month. Similar type of vibe here. Uh, Lane's going to be with us for all those those episodes. So 
you enjoy her, that's great. She will be back. <laughs> Shit. I guarantee you. <laughs> I'm guaranteeing I can't wait people. to see my hate mail. No, <laughs> oh, no, no. no. We, won't, we won't show it to you. Some of it's <laughs> yeah, no, you don't want to see that. No, you won't get any. Yeah. Uh, you know, if, if the Alexes didn't get any hate mail, then you certainly won't get uh, any, hate, any hate mail. Um, so if you like the show, subscribe, download, rate us. Ratings actually help. Um, did I miss anything else? Email the show at info at podcast.com Tweet at the show at atlispod. And I still don't have an Instagram. No, we don't. I might it. do that. Not I don't really? want to commit to it. What would you put on it? I, I have no idea. Me. We should. Okay, so I have an idea. Oh God. We never play. We didn't play any of the clips. So oh, after yeah. we re- we should reset. Get a breather. Some more water. Mm. Maybe we play them. And we talk about them in context of the Bash Brothers. Is this part of your outro or are you speaking directly to me? I'm speaking directly to you. <laughs> and then we can put, put those on the Instagram as like videos. So it's like not in the show, but you get something extra in the show. You know what I mean? Something nice. Like a Do I need to do this outro again? <laughs> I leave it in here. Why not? I don't care. <laughs>